What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another broadcast. I'm your host, Rob Goodwin. And if you're watching on my YouTube channel, much appreciation. I really appreciate the support. The channel has been growing. The response for the last few episodes has been great. And if you'd like to uh, watch more of me rambling on on YouTube, then please do me a huge favor and hit the red subscribe button below. That really goes a long way into pushing the Google algorithms to get my content out to other people. Uh, also hit that little thumbs up guy. That also helps with all that horse shit. And if you'd like, leave a comment because it all adds up. If you're listening on the Ketogenic Bodybuilding Podcast, you know I love you guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming back to another episode. So we're sort of simulcast here on both YouTube and on the podcast. Um, so welcome. Anyway, um, there goes, there's going to be a couple of uh, broadcasts this week because today is just kind of a getting you guys up to speed on what the hell's going on in my world. And I know you nine loyal listeners out there really want to know what the hell's going on. So kudos to you guys for hanging in there and not having anything more important to do than to sit back and listen to whatever the hell's going on in my insane world. Um, and the second part that's coming later this week is going to be a big Q&A episode. Um, I've had a great response this time around in the Ketogenic Bodybuilding Facebook group uh, on the question and answer thread that I put up there about a week ago. Got some great questions on there this time around. So uh, not that not that they're ever bad, but this time there's just a really good crop of questions. And I've even got some great questions on my Instagram page. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, then it's all in the show notes. You know what to do. I'd appreciate that follow. Um, seems like every time I start to get a leg up, all, all my followers are organic. I don't pay for follows. It's funny every time I start to get a leg up on followers, I'll post something that's maybe not politically correct, and then I'll lose five or 10. So not that I give a shit about losing in people who, you know, can't take a fucking joke, but you know, whatever. So if you like the kind of bullshit that I do, you know, go over there to that Instagram thing and maybe follow me on that. So anyway, um, where are we at here? Um, it's big news for me. Um, if you rewind back a handful of podcast episodes, the audio podcast, I did a podcast called Calling It Quits. And I'm not going to say any more than that. If you've listened to it, then you know what the deal is. But if not, maybe check it out. But it's, it's irrelevant after this podcast because uh, I have finally, and, and I want, don't want you people to think that I'm this crazy flip-flopper, uh, but I have officially decided to no longer compete in bodybuilding competition. Um, and it's for no other reason than I just don't want fucking want to. I just don't want to. Um, I'm really comfortable with that decision. And this time the decision was made not because of logistics or, you know, the, the desire to uh, uh, get some payback for, you know, kind of a crazy nationals performance. Um, I've got nothing to prove. Uh, I got into competitive bodybuilding started back in 2014 and have pretty much been in some phase of intense contest prep since 2014 up until really early this year. Uh, I was still kind of in that zone and I love it and I loved it. And I will never regret 
a moment of it. And it was one of the coolest points in my life. And it was so cool to come into competitive bodybuilding in my 40s and 50s, even after being heavily entrenched in bodybuilding back in my 20s and 30s to finally get up on stage. And I was so fortunate. I had no idea how it was going to turn out. And I knew I had a lot of obstacles in front of me, uh, especially competing in the NPC. And, uh, you know, I've got a handful of class wins. I, I've won a few times in the heavyweight open. That's all ages. So I'm real proud of that. And, uh, you know, I won my class several times. I have a handful of second places. I got a couple of thirds, never placed below third, except for nationals. And you know what? Fuck it. Even on, uh, at nationals, even though I completely screwed up my prep and there's been plenty of stories told about that in recent podcasts, I'm not going to rehash it to know that on that particular day, I was the sixth best 50 year old uh, at a national level on that day. And I knew I could have done better, uh, but I don't need to go back in order to be fulfilled and happy. And that's because uh, I've really been enjoying the shit out of myself with my training and my nutrition uh, over the last couple of months. And I've been a little silent about it. You've, there's been little hints here and there of, things that I've posted on Instagram and, and little, you know, answers that I've given and things like that. But um, it's just a culmination of events. And those events are as follows. Number one, when you get to be a certain age, and the problem with me is, is I'm 53 years old, uh, as of the as of this recording, in 2022, I'm 53 years old, and sometimes it's a little dangerous when you feel like you're 30 and you train like you're 30 as best you can. Um, you forget sometimes that, you know, I'm not 30 years old anymore. And whether we like it or not, even though I fully believe and I'm proving and will continue to prove, and I'm going to bring you guys along with me to prove that you can operate at an extremely high level in your 50s, in your 60s, in your 70s. And my mentality is one that if you're 26 or 36 or whatever, bring it, you know, I'll work harder than you. Now, I may not be able to be as fast as you. I may not be able to be as strong as you, but I guarantee you this, I will give it everything I got. I will not quit and I will put out in a way that will show you that I, I came prepared and I'll give you everything I've got and I'll give you your money's worth. Um, and that's just the way that I look at this shit. So knowing that I'm 53, I'll be 54 in November. At some point, you got to start looking at longevity. And I needed a new goal. And I kind of stumbled onto this goal, this new mindset of, yeah, and in competitive bodybuilding, it's whether we want to admit it or not, to operate at that level that I tried to operate at my age, it was all about aesthetics for eight years. It was all about being aesthetics, not in a vanity kind of a way, not in a, oh, look at me. It was from the neck down, you know, I've got to look a certain way on a certain day to appeal to this panel of former, you know, pros and competitors and be judged by with what I bring. And then along with that comes certain pressures 
of, you know, everyone expects me to look phenomenal all the time. Everybody expects me to be the leanest, the fittest, the strongest, whatever in my circle. So there's always going to be pressures with that. And I would be lying if I said it never happened. And that's fine too. You know, you got to be able to thrive under pressure if you want to succeed in anything. So as I came into 2022 thinking, well, you know, what I'll do is this, I'll, I'll do another big national qualifier in October. I'll requalify. And in my mindset, it was, I'm going to fucking win that show. It's a foregone conclusion. I will outwork everybody. I'll do what I know how to do. And I will beat everybody and I will requalify. I will win my class in October. And then it's on to 2023 to do nationals again. And that was fine. And I was kind of working toward that. And I know how to work toward that. I know how to carve up my year to get to that point to where I can be my best to where, you know, once it's 12 weeks out and it gets crazy that I know how to get to a point where I'm four freaking percent body fat and I know how to fill it out. I know how to present it. I know how to put it up there. And uh, I had a whole list of weaknesses that I was going to work on this year, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. I know how to do that shit. Um, there came a point where, like I've said, there's the longevity factor. I know that at my age, you know, I've got a wife that depends on me. I've got children that still depend on me, regardless of their ages. I've got a grandson that I want to be able to operate at a high level for him as he's growing up. I want to be the freak in the room, as I've often described this in my 60s, in my 70s, in my 80s. My new goal has shifted from the aesthetic only to this fucking hybrid warrior. You know, I often describe it as somewhere between, between the predator and the terminator and be the complete package. Because truth be told, I've never really been there in my career. And it's like at this fourth quarter of my training existence, I'm going to take everything that I know and wrap it up into one entity and strive to be the absolute genetic, complete freak that I can possibly be at my age. And that's not only with the aesthetic mindset, but that's with performance, that's with health, that's with muscular endurance, that's with endurance, cardiovascular endurance. You know, I never want to be on a prescription. I never want to have the aches and pains that I see in guys even 10 years younger than me. I want to know that, you know, if I want to go out and do X, Y, or Z, it doesn't matter how old I am. I can continue to do those things. So my goal now is to move beyond the aesthetic. And my goal now is to sharpen my skill set to the best of my ability to continue to be the freak in the room, but at a different level. I have been rucking for the past month and a half, two months, five days a week, sometimes six days a week. 
I haven't said much about it. You know, I've, I've mentioned it a few times in passing a couple of Instagram posts, maybe I've mentioned it in the trenches, my, in the trenches program to people that are a part of that. And rucking, for those of you who don't know, is just when you take a rucksack, it's a military term. You know, you see these guys in the military, they've got the heavy pack on their back filled with all their gear. Sometimes that amount of gear can be 40, 50, 60, 70 pounds worth of gear. And they go on rucks, it's their rucksack. And they go on rucks and they move through space, through terrain, and sometimes even at a, at a run with this pack on their back. And it's kind of become a fitness modality. Uh, rucking has become kind of a thing. And in my mindset, and I've often talked about this, I can't just do something like any normal pedestrian, <laughs> you know, not that it's bad. I, I just, that's just not the way my brain works. So when I started adding in cardio, you know, five, six days a week, because I knew I needed to elevate my level of health. I needed to improve my cardiovascular system. I needed to get more fit in that regard. And there was a particular, there was a particular day, funny story. And by the way, this, this, this podcast is just, I'm just shooting the shit with you guys. So I apologize if it's boring. Um, there was a particular day a couple of months ago that it was kind of, we were just coming out of winter, starting to feel like spring. And, you know, that's pretty much when Nancy says, okay, it's time to do shit. Like out in the backyard, we've got a garden, we've got chickens, we've got, you know, a four-year-old that likes to run around back there. And we have fruit trees and gardens and, you know, mulch beds and just shit everywhere that needs to be maintained, obviously. So it was that time of the year when it was time to clean all this shit up and, we had a couple of big projects going on, rebuilding a fence and building a few projects and doing some stuff to the house. And I remember this one particular day, the first good warm day, we went out there to work and it whipped my ass. It truly did. I mean, I was a strong guy. If you just asked me to pick something up and put it back down, I could do that all day long. But when I was asked to pick this shit up and move with it and keep working and working and working and keep an elevated heart rate and do this and do that, you know, in the hot sun, it was kicking my ass. And I thought, what the fuck is going on? I'm supposed to be this fit guy, this big, strong guy. And I was getting my ass handed to me. And I noticed I was getting winded going up the damn staircase. And that's part of it. I mean, that was part of that, that era of time in a competition prep, the bulk phase, the gain phase, where you're going to do everything in your power, no matter what, to hang on to as much muscle as you possibly can. So the cardio has to be at a certain heart rate to preserve muscle and to just burn body fat and to just enough to get a little bit of health benefit, but not obviously not nearly enough that I needed. So as I started working more and, and spending more time doing this, I noticed I was out of shape. So I started walking again, which I enjoy. I actually truly enjoy my cardio and I do all cardio outside. I can't tell you the last time I've been on a treadmill. I did a, a couple of treadmill sessions like at four in the morning you know, a few weeks out from competition, just because that's the only time I could really get it done. But otherwise, I'm always outside doing cardio. And I, I picked up my old weight vest that I'd used back in 2014, 2015, a little bit in 2016, 50 pound weight vest. And I threw that bitch on and I started doing my cardio in that. And I liked it because why it sucked. It was challenging. It was difficult. In it, when I train, 
whether it's the cardio, whether it's the strength training, no matter what it is, whether it's the diet, I never want to feel like I'm just the average Joe, the common citizen. I have to elevate it and challenge myself and everything that I do. I've just been tempered over the years to think that if it's not kicking my ass, it's not worthwhile to me. It's not exciting. It's not epic. It's not, you know, crossing new thresholds into new territory. And that's the way it's got to be for me. It's got to be aggressive. It's got to be kick ass or I get bored and I feel a little empty. So what better way to elevate your walking? Because I, I have really no desire to run, run. I, I did that years ago and that's just, I just don't enjoy it but I want to be challenged. So I put on the 50 pound vest and started doing my walks with that. And it was very challenging. And I started doing a lot of research on rucking. So I bought the ruck pack, the, you know, like the backpack, the heavy duty backpack. I put the weight plates in it. First, I got a 30 pounder and then I, you know, added 30 more pounds. So now I'm, you know, walking around for an hour with 60 pounds on my back. And I'm like, okay, this sucks. How can I make it harder? So I picked every steep freaking hill that I could possibly find on the course that I did or in the area, in the neighborhood that I did. And I found every steep damn hill you could find. I mean, I mean, I live in Western North Carolina in the foothills. There's some steep shit out here. Okay. And then also along that course, I found every staircase I could find. If there was a staircase in front of a church, I'd go up and down it. If there was a staircase by a high school football stadium, I'd go up and down it, you know, and when you go downtown where I live, you're on the main you know, street level and there's a lot of metal staircases that go down into parking garages. I'd, I'd go up and down every single one. So in the course of an hour ruck, hour and 10 minute ruck uh, is one of my other main courses. There's probably seven or eight very steep climbs and probably eight or 10 staircases that I go up and down. So that made it more challenging. So then I thought, how can I make this even more challenging? Well, then I can stop every mile and I can do 25 squats and then I can do 20 push-ups. And then I can do 10 walking lunges and then carry back on into my, into my ruck. And then you start doing that in 80 degree heat and it's 85 degrees. And then it's 90 degrees, more challenging. So this past weekend, I decided how much would it suck if I started running up these hills? So a couple of the hills I started running up, like I'm, you know, I'm thinking, okay, this is badass. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to take it all the way to the top. And of course, you know, halfway up, I'm seeing stars and feel like I'm going to pass out and I have to stop. So I'm like, okay, well, this is harder than I even thought. So my goal now is to be able to run up every one of these hills. So now I have a new goal. So, you know, when Arthur Jones said, you know, always make every workout you do harder, you know, if it doesn't suck, you're doing it wrong. Paraphrasing. But that's just the mentality that I have from day one. So I was in, I'm enjoying this style of training. And then I thought, if I'm going to be this tempered, hardened badass, this is the kind of training I need to do. So I changed it up in the gym a little bit. Rather than doing my traditional pro split, I'm also playing with some push, pull, legs, hit kind of stuff. And that sucks too. And, and I'm enjoying that. I still do my bodybuilding stuff. I still think there's a place for that. I think there's a need for that from a hormonal level, from a lean mass uh, preservation level. 
So once again, I'm establishing a hybrid of the most productive elements of all of these worlds and I'm putting it together. And that's where I am now in my training. So I'm officially retired from competitive bodybuilding. For you people out there that keep messaging me, want to know how my prep's going. Well, there's no more prep for competitive bodybuilding, but now there's a new prep. And truth be told, because of the nature of this meaning, there's no Saturday morning six months from now where I have to stand on stage in, in my underwear in front of judges. Now the goal is from now until the day that I'm no longer capable to get up on these two legs, I will push myself as hard as I possibly can to be better than I was yesterday. And that takes us to the mentality that I call the day, day one. The day one mentality is what I keep running through my head when I'm out on these rucks and I'm sprinting up a hill in the 90 degree humid heat of North Carolina. When I'm going through these epic push pull leg hit workouts and I'm slinging 100 pound sandbags and I'm beating a tire to death with a you know, 25 pound sledgehammer. When I'm doing a, a 10 by 10 triple set circuit in the gym with the guys and they're saying, what the fuck are we doing? I have a day one mentality because now there is no goal. There's no end in sight for me. So I have to look at it as day one every day. There is no past. I have no regrets on my past. I loved my past. I would never trade those eight years of being in competition prep for bodybuilding. I would never trade that for anything. It was one of the coolest experiences of my life. And yes, every day I will still miss elements of that. But now I have a new goal that I think will serve me well for where I'm going in my life now. And I'm not saying this, you know, I'm not talking myself into anything. I'm loving this shit because it fucking sucks. And I know there's only a very small percentage of people out there, believe me, I know, that want things to suck in order to become better, to become tempered freaking steel, to sharpen a blade. You put it on a grinding wheel of coarse stone. Heat, extreme heat is generated and sparks fly. It's not pretty, but you must go through that process in order to become sharpened. So I am trying to sharpen myself every single day. And I like the fact that I'm this old fucking guy crushing it through one of these workouts. And I like it when some you know, 30 year old says, how old are you? And why are you doing this? <laughs> I love those comments, but I'm currently living now in a day one mindset. Meaning again, my past is past. I don't worry about the future because there is no show date. There's no photo shoot. There's only be the best that I can possibly be in that moment that I'm in right now. Every day is day one. I'm not on a 30 day program. I'm not on a six month program. It's day one every day. If you, when you set your sights on a goal, let's say, you know how it works. You're going to wake up that morning and you're going to think, all right, new program, new goal. I've got this. It's day fucking one. I'm going to crush it. And you do. But then maybe like on day four, day seven, day 13, day 41, day 63, day 197. There's going to be those days where you're not feeling it because motivation is bullshit. 
It's dedication and consistency. So I have to muster up new dedication every single day. Every single day when I get up out of bed, it's day one. It's Groundhog Day every day for me. You've seen that movie. Every day is day one. So every day I remind myself, you have to have that day one mentality. You're going to give it everything you got, no matter what it takes. And there are going to be hard days, but that's okay. I will keep myself reminded of the task. And if, you know, I schedule rest days and on those days, I don't do jack shit apart from the handful of things on my chore list. And then there are some days where I tell Nancy, hey, guess what we're doing today? Absolutely nothing because I know my body needs it. And I work on that recovery because the bottom line is guys, and if you're listening to this, there's a good portion of you out there that work with me as a client. And now I look at this as an even greater opportunity to focus harder on my clients who put their faith in me to be able to help take them through their day one, every single day, or those of those of my clients who do have a competition or a race, or a photo shoot, we're going to plan and methodically plan and engage in activity every day conducive to being the absolute best that you can possibly be on that goal date. It just happens for me right now, there is no goal date. There's now, day one, and there's death. So I'm going to give it all I have until death. And that's going to be pretty wild to see when I'm 85 fucking years old, God willing, you know, barring any weird injuries or anything like that, 53 years old, still no medications, never been on one. I've been to Walgreens and CVS. I know that in the back behind glass, there's those people in white coats, not exactly sure what they do because I've never had to go back that far. For me, Walgreens is where you go to buy emergency toilet paper. And I'm going to keep it that way. That's my goal anyway. So what's my goal today? Well, today's day one. So my goal today is stick to my macros, eat the way I'm supposed to eat. It's day one. So train hard. Today was push day. I just finished. It was a great push workout. It was hard. And I loved it. And it kicked my ass. My arms are quivering right now. Roughly two, three o'clock today, I'm going to go on an hour ruck with a 60-pound pack. And I'm going to run up those hills again. Maybe I'll get to the top of one this time. And guess what? The forecast today is lots of fucking rain. What does that mean? I'm rucking in the rain. It's actually pretty cool. You think I'm going to let a shower keep me from completing my day? No way. So all this to say, all of you who have supported me through these contest preps, if you've been around that long, or if you've gave a shit for that long, thank you. Let me thank my wife, Nancy, right here and right now, because what she put up with during all those contest preps, talk about tempered. There's an expression in the sailing world that rough waters make strong timber. And that means when you take a wooden boat and have harsh waves beat on that boat, 
through tough storms and tough surf over time, that wood becomes harder and stronger. Believe me, I'm not the only one that's gotten hardened over the years. My family has as well. So now by what I'm doing now, I can not only serve myself, but I can give back to them by being the best version of myself that I can possibly be for them and to continue to be a good example and to be helpful and to be able to lift heavy things, not only lift them, be able, be able to move them through space as long and as far as need be until the task is completed. So I'm enjoying this shit. So thank you for your support there. And I hope, and I look forward to you falling, you know, uh, uh, following me through this new journey in my life. And I couldn't be any more excited. It's still bodybuilding people. Do not misunderstand. I've said this multiple times. There's bodybuilding, what you and I do every single day, regardless of the goal, whether it's, you know, to be aesthetically amazing and look great naked or to be an Ironman triathlete or just be the greatest possible genetic version, top to bottom, left to right that you can possibly be, which is what I'm doing now. You're building your body. And I still continue to do that in a very animal-based, high-protein, moderate-fat, low-carb environment. I take in a little bit more carbohydrates carbohydrates now around my workouts, but my output has doubled. So do not misunderstand. It's still not that much. So I continue to, you know, I look forward to continuing to push the message that you can thrive on a predominantly, you know, animal-based nutrition plan. You do not need carbohydrates every meal or multiple times throughout the day or high amounts. They're still to be used as a structured tool. And your training has to be structured properly and it has to be designed well. And you need to be able to push through super hard workouts and you need to make sure that the training you're doing is harder today than it was yesterday. Because that's how you temper your body. The human being was meant to be torn down in order for it to grow back stronger than it was before. We are born little helpless blobs of goo. Newborn babies, if left unattended, even for just a short amount of time, will not survive. We're not predatory cats. We're not like a freaking leopard that is born muscular and strong. And if need be, would even stand a chance of surviving it uh, at a very young age without mom or dad. We need nurturing and we need to learn and we need to develop we need to be taken care of and we need to keep tearing down in order to build back stronger. That's the process. We let weakness creep into our lives every day. That's why you need to potentially bring forth a day one mentality with everything that you do. So that's my goal now. And I wanted to bring this message to you guys as sort of part one podcast for this week. And then we'll bring the Q&A as well this week. And I look forward to that. So uh, I'm going to probably do that tomorrow or, or Wednesday. Today's Monday. Um, I didn't want to throw too much information at you at once because that can be tedious. But I wanted to get everybody up to speed on where I'm at and what I'm doing. And thank you all who have been hanging out with me 
over the last few years up to this stage. And now I look forward to taking it to a whole nother level. And I hope you'll follow along. And there's going to be some very, very cool shit coming in my coaching practice. There's been something that I've been honing now for a while, and it is going to be top tier shit. And it's going to be available for everyone. And I've got more on that coming. We'll talk more about that. But uh, so I'll leave it there. Uh, I just wanted to get everybody up to speed. So you don't have to ask me how contest prep's going anymore. You can just ask me how life prep is going now. And how bad did today suck? Because today it is all that matters to me. Why? Because it's day one. We've not been through this. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to leave you with that. Hey, listen. Speaking of coaching, it's what I do. It's what I love. It absorbs the overwhelming part of my day. Uh, and it's available if you're interested. Go to robgoodwin.com and click the coaching tab. The gold package is still incredibly you know, popular. It's by far my most successful program. It's everything top to bottom. Strength training, design, cardio, macros, Q&A, everything you'd want. And I'm available and I'm in your corner every single day. We have in the trenches. If you're looking for something ridiculously affordable, it's seven bucks a month. Yes, seven. And that gives you access to just workouts that I do. And it's updated pretty much every week. And I think there's 230 some workouts in there already. And they always remain there. And you can search workouts by body part. So if you're doing, if you want to do a push workout today, hit the push button at the top and you'll see those workouts. If you want to do back or chest or shoulders or legs, or even a hit workout or a Metcon, they're there. So check that out. It's only $7 a month. Um, I would love to have you on board. And remember, I've got a new coaching platform coming that I think will appeal to so many of you. And I'm super excited about it. I'm going to be giving you more information in the coming days and short weeks. So anyway, I appreciate you again, guys. Um, Thanks for coming back. Hit the subscribe button. If you're listening to the podcast, a review goes a long way, especially if you're on iTunes. Uh, click the follow button if you're on Spotify. Download it. That helps as well. But uh, until next time, what I always say still remains the same to today and maybe even more than it ever has. And that's train hard, diet harder, and above all, have a great freaking day. Thank you, guys.